I'm Ashley McGee. I'm a health coach, military officer, and military spouse. I'm passionate about helping military women live their happiest and most abundant lives by improving their health. If you're looking for actionable tips and tricks to get healthier while balancing your hectic life, you're in the right place. Welcome to the Healthy Women Warriors podcast. Hey, welcome to another episode of the Healthy Women Warriors podcast. I This week, I am bringing you a great conversation I had with Dr. Wendy Schofer. Wendy is a pediatrician and coach with several connections to the military community, and she specializes in helping moms parent without the food and body drama. And I think you're really going to enjoy this conversation because first of all, Wendy has the most soothing voice. So listening to her talk is really relaxing and comforting. But also we dig into all of that body and food stuff that can negatively affect our relationship with others, including our children. And even if you don't have kids, like I don't have kids, I know you're going to get a ton of value out of this episode. But before we dive in, this week's episode is sponsored by my free seven-day clean eating challenge. Listen, food is one of the biggest ways we can impact our health and weight loss goals by cutting down on chronic inflammation. In the challenge, I give you recipes, teach you how to meal prep, and give you insight into the changes that are taking place in your body just by making some tweaks in how you eat. Get started at ashleymcgee.com slash clean eating challenge, and I know you're going to love it. Now, without further ado, let's get to my conversation with Wendy. I am very, very excited because I am bringing a very special guest that, you know, when you just meet someone and they're like, I don't know how we managed to get connected, but it was definitely meant to be. Wendy is one of those people um, and she is going to talk about all things parenting and food and body image. So I know you all are going to love it. So Wendy, welcome to the Healthy Women Warriors podcast. Oh my goodness gracious. It is such a pleasure to be here. And I got to tell you, I didn't know I was going to talk about all those things. I thought we were just going to have a little chit chat, like coffee talk again. (laughs) That's what it feels like. (laughs) I mean, it's a little bit of both. And that's, that's really, I don't know. It's why I like doing this, right? It's like you get to just sit in with a couple girlfriends over coffee and, and learn something. Oh gosh. It's, it's the best way to do it. I mean, (laughs) seriously, that's where all the best conversations come up and you never know where you're going to (laughs) go. Absolutely. So Wendy, I want to start with uh, the first question I always ask my guests, which is what is your connection to the military? (laughs) (laughs) I laugh. (laughs) Oh my gosh. How am I not connected to the military at this point? But, um, so I, I, I'm going to start way back. So, you know, I was active duty myself for, um, a little bit over seven years and then, um, went into the reserves. And so I just retired from the reserves last year. Yeah, exactly. Um, so excited. Um, but, uh, you know, it, I'm also, military spouse. Um, I I'm now the dependent spouse. That's a lot of fun (laughs) switching over different terms, but, um, I've just worn a lot of hats, worn a lot of hats and, uh, 
it's fun how many different ID cards I've collected over time, being a contractor, being a volunteer, being the active duty person. Um, I've collected a lot of IDs. That's, that's a really fun way to put that. I've never, I've never heard that like kind of laid out like that, but that's a really interesting way to put that. And it brings up a question and I'm I'm really curious from your perspective, how has that impacted your identity to be in so many different kind of, I'm not even going to say hats, I'm going to say boots from the military perspective. Oh, I love that. So many different boots. Yeah. Um, You know, so it really just kind of depends on which way I want to look at it at the moment. Um, There have been a lot of times that I think that I've had my own little internal struggle, um, which wasn't very internal. Okay. It was external (laughs) as well. You know, am I, um, am I the spouse? Am I the service member? Um, where, where is that line? And do I even need to draw a line? Um, it, it was uh, interesting for me when I was active duty and trying to figure out, do I go to the spouse's events or not? You know, and how it was, um, there were very few women mm-hmm. um, active duty members at the spouse's events. And it was like trying to figure out, well, what what is that role? I don't know. I, I think it's been word for me at times, you know, it was always kind of this, this ongoing negotiation that I had. Mm. And, um, I don't know that I had a very graceful way of doing it now. You know, I, I introduce myself, I'm doing a presentation, um, <laughs> later on this week and I, I will joke around about my rank. I will joke around about my husband's rank. Mm. I will joke around <laughs> You know, we, um, so we're both, you know, Captain Chauffeur mm-hmm. and, uh, I will joke around how I'm the nice Captain Chauffeur, <laughs> the other Captain Chauffeur, the OG Captain Chauffeur, since, you know, I, I made rank, um, a little earlier before he did. Um, <laughs> but I'm also in that same circle. Oh, that's his wife, mm-hmm. you know? Oh, you know, and so it's just one of those things that I never know exactly which role. And I think that's the thing where I'm just stepping into it and going, you know what? It doesn't have to be a role. It's just me. Yeah. It's just me. And, um, there's a lot of blurring of the, of those lines. And that's because it doesn't have to be so distinct. Mm-hmm. I think I'm figuring it out while we're talk, talking right now. <laughs> I love it. Well, and and it totally resonates for me um, because because I have the same thing in my life. Um, adding to actually a a rank differential where you know I'm both an active duty lieutenant and a commander's wife. Um, so that's like a weird. <laughs> so then for spouse events, you know, I I kind of very much I'm like okay, I'm a spouse here because the rank thing is weird. <laughs> So, mm-hmm. yeah, um but I I love I I love what you said about just like rather than feeling like you have to draw hard lines, just show up as yourself. And I think that also helps with kind of the com- finding the community piece of it too, right? Because we put a lot of labels on ourselves in the military community and and then when we're trying to find our people, 
we're looking within those labels rather than those of us that are blurry. <laughs> yeah, the whole groupers and splitters and which way are you going to go with with making those distinctions. You know, I think that it would be a lot easier for other people or maybe it's becoming easier for other people as I'm just kind of embracing all of the gray and I'm I'm just joking around about it and not being so particular about, well, you know, but I'm the, you know, I'm the active duty person too. Mm-hmm. Why don't I get some, some cred here? Like, you know, how many times that, that whole thing about the assumption that I was yeah. the spouse and not the service member, uh, I, I cause more discomfort for myself with that. Of, of course, you know, people have assumptions mm. and I can either get irritated about it or I can embrace it. I can actually share with them how actually there's a large number of women <laughs> that are, you know, serving proudly um, in uniform, but also proudly serving as spouses. Cause I got to tell you, there's a lot of service that's involved <laughs> being a spouse. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, I, I love that. Um, so I want to shift a little bit because I am so fascinated by the work that you do. Um, so for folks that are, you know, just getting to know you for the first time, how how do you explain um, what you do in, in your practice? Yeah, absolutely. So I, I am a pediatrician. Okay. So first of all, when people say my practice, that means a couple of different things. And so again, like I'm stepping into kind of like that other thing before, you know, between those different roles, Mm. it's really explaining to folks what that means. Um, I'm a pediatrician and a coach Mm. and I specialize in working with parents outside of the office. So not pediatric medical practice, but working outside of the office uh, with parents who are worried about their kids' weight. And ultimately it's in those coaching relationships that we really get to explore what health really means inside the home Mm. Um, about, you know, the relationships that we have with food and our bodies, and most importantly with our, our family members. And so it's very different from that traditional practice model from, you know, my, my medical practice. Mm-hmm. Um, this is completely separate. This is different. I will repeatedly say, well, <laughs> while Wendy Schofer is a physician, she is not your physician. <laughs> this is not medical practice. And so I do make that distinction, mm-hmm. but that's where it all opens up because we have completely different conversations than we did in the medical office. And so that's that that part that I'm really embracing and stepping into now and really helping um, parents kind of understand, you know, why it is that I was in those same, same boots, you know, feeling so frustrated and, and worried about, you know, what's going on with my kids' health, you know, what am I doing right um, with the way that I'm feeding them? What is it that, you know, I'm worried about um, their weight or how much they're moving or not moving and electronics and all of that. And 
really helping to cut through all of that to understand, well, what do we really want to create at home? Mm. What is that relationship? What is that environment that we want to create um, for our kids to really be able to, to thrive and for us as parents to thrive right along with them? That was the long version. <laughs> I love I loved it. I loved every second of that long version. And the last thing you said makes me wonder you know our our relationship with our bodies is very personal, very ingrained. How much of your work is helping the parents unpack the stuff that they experienced in their childhood so they don't pass that on. So to answer your question, I mean, my work is specifically with the parents, mm. you know, that I, um, I attract, if you will, parents who are concerned about their children's weight they're concerned about their kids, but the work isn't in changing the kids. That's what we did in the medical office. And quite honestly, um, is not my, my focus. Um, there is a role for medical treatment. Absolutely. But it's really the, the work that I do is working with parents about first understanding all of those different beliefs that we have about, you know, how we're trying to find the right way to parent the right way to feed our kids, the right way to move, like all these, this baloney that we've been fed over all the years about, you know, this is what you have to do. And if not, you know, you're, you're not doing it right as a parent. And, um, we carry that with us. You know, we've had our own journeys, if you will, you know, our, our own, um, lessons about what has worked for our bodies, what hasn't. And sometimes we just need the opportunity to talk about that, to really, you know, check some of these things that we, we've been taking with us. Like, is that really true? Is that really helping me? Um, so all of my work is with parents, all of it. And I really think that the, the true work is to be done with the parent because then they can understand um, why it's for us as parents to really understand why we feel so crappy. <laughs> what, why, if parenting is supposed to be so much love and joy, why do I feel like crap? Well, let me understand that. Mm. And then I'm not just helping one child, I'm helping the whole family. Mm. And it's starting with the parent. You know, I was in a, uh, in a board meeting this past week and we were talking about, you know, helping kids with, you know, activity and nutrition and all these different things. How can we create a healthier community? And, um, my different board members were talking about which age ranges to target. And they're like, well, you know, we should really go for the youngest kids so that we can capture them earliest and we can, you know, really drill into them about all this information about what's healthy, what's not. And they're like, don't you agree, Wendy? And I <laughs> look back and I said, no, not one bit. <laughs> no, 
I said, the unit that you address is not the unit of the child. Mm -hmm. It's the unit of the family. Mm -hmm. Do not give up on my middle schoolers. Do not give up on my teenagers and do not give up on parents because this is something where it's the parents who are helping to create that environment for the entire family to thrive. Hmm. Yeah. That just struck me of how it's kind of indicative of, of the pressure we put on kids, right? And kids Mm -hmm. are kids and they're, and speaking of someone that does not have kids, but has gone through a lot of therapy to improve my own relationship with my parents. So I feel like (laughs) I could talk about it from that side. Um, but you know, I, I've had to work through stuff where I felt responsible for things in my childhood, but like I was, I was the child. (laughs) I, I wasn't necessarily responsible for those things. And I think that that's a really interesting thing that we do in society. Um, like why, why don't we put the onus on parents of like, no, like it, it should be the people that are buying the groceries and, and teaching your kids these things to help them grow and learn and become healthy people. Because that seems like it makes sense when you lay it out. <laughs> well, and I, 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 I'm not sure. Like there's so many different ways that we can focus with this. And it's something that, you know, there, I actually see there has been a lot of that onus put on the the parents Mm. kind of like you're doing it right. Or, you know what, you're the reason why it's going all wrong. Mm. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, no, 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 no. That that's actually not what I'm looking at here. Um, I'm looking at how do we, you know, support parents and how do we help them um, develop the tools um, and the skills to be able to help their kids. Cause I got to tell you like this whole thing about like being a parent all of a sudden you're a parent and you're like, oh crap, what am I doing now? Yeah. Nobody's actually told us what we're supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. And then when you go to like parenting classes, you're like, oh, oh, this is it. Like I, I'm going to learn all about it. <laughs> no, it, it, the thing is that parenting is actually something that we learn from our kids. Our kids are actually showing us what it is that they need. And how often we are being told, well, this is how you parent a child, (laughs) like this external thing, like controlling the child. We're trying to mold the child. We're trying to make the child. Mm. And I got to tell you, I see it very differently as far as my role as a parent is not to control and guide, but Mm. to be there, to be the guide rails. Yes. For the child to be able to support them and to let them blossom and tell me what it is that they need in order to do their best in order to become the human that they are meant to be. And by the way, it may not look or sound like me, like I'm not trying to make a child. Um, like I am not trying to make my kids go into medicine. Um, and I realized, you know, with a lot of this, my kids may not look like me. They may not exactly eat like me. They, you know, like there's a lot of things that we do that share within a, a family, but 
that's also part of that letting go. Like, what is it that they need? Yeah. That a lot of the, the headbutting is uh, kind of like me saying, no, 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 you got to do it this way <laughs> mm. in order for me to feel like I'm a good parent. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. That's the kind of thing that I want to really help parents to be able to develop those tools to be like, all right, I'm here and I'm letting my child kind of tell me which way we're going. It, it That does not mean like my kid is telling me what to do. Okay. <laughs> okay. No, they're not telling me where to go, all that kind of stuff. No, but you know, like there's so many like behaviors that kids have things that they do um, that if we just really listen to our kids, really pay attention, mm. their behaviors are telling us what they need. Mm. But we have to be asking ourselves those questions, not shutting down the behaviors, but trying to really understand them. What, what do our kids need? And more often than not, it's love and just being there. I love that. Yeah. A lot of, lots of, a lot of resonance happening over here. I'm like, huh, I feel it. Also, you have just like a really soothing voice where I'm just like, oh, I just feel like <laughs> vocally hugged right now. Huh. So just, oh my goodness gracious. <laughs> um, so I, <laughs> you're speaking to my inner child. I, I haven't been um, able to put that into my copy yet. You know, like the soothing <laughs> voice, it's like liquid Valium. And then she cackles. Like, I'm not quite sure how to balance all of that. <laughs> uh, oh, <laughs> now, now I'm thinking, now I'm thinking about that. I'm like, oh, we'll, we'll oh no. have to have a branding discussion later. I, I, <laughs> um, <laughs> I love it. So if I may, though, I mean, one of the things that I was actually thinking of earlier today, mm-hmm. like um, I was talking to somebody and they, it, they were asking about like, what are your values mm-hmm. and, you know, how does that come through in your approach, your practice, your business, whatever it is. And I was like, well, it's all got to be fun. Yeah. Like it, as far as my business, as far as coaching, but coming back to like raising my family. Mm-hmm. Okay this is fun folks. This is truly where the magic happens. We've made it something that like health is like, ugh, I got to do the healthy thing. No, this is fun. That is healthy when you're infusing that fun, you know, and, and that's my value for other people. You know, it may be a little bit of a different value, but for me, that is coming through in all of it because yeah, health should totally be fun. <laughs> I I agree 100. Um, yeah, that's because I mean, if you don't make it fun, then like, what's the point? Like, I, I always say, like, I'm I want to be a healthier person so I can live a fuller, happier life. Mm-hmm. So, so okay, for the the military mama who's listening, who is either active duty spouse, or like some, somewhere in that category, right. Where they're hearing what you're saying, like, okay, this is something I, I really want to dig into. I want to dig into this work, but I am, I am insanely busy. I'm deploying. My spouse is deploying. How, how, where do I even start? What would, what yeah. would you say to that? Oh my goodness. So it, 
it, it always comes back to starting with what you need. Mm. You know, we, we, as I, I'm going to just call it out here. I'm going to make generalizations and I'm going to apologize to everybody here. Okay. <laughs> but I'm going to say straight up. Okay. As women. Okay. <laughs> I'm totally fine. As women, we are giving all the time. Yes. Okay? We are giving, giving, giving. Okay. We are giving to our spouses. We're giving to our commands. We're giving to our kids. Um, we're giving to our faith communities, to our local communities, like everybody. Um, it is something to totally start with. What do you need? And that's a hard one to answer because a lot of times we haven't been asking that question. Mm-hmm. And, you know, as you know, we're talking about health coaching here, you know, we're talking about, you know, health. The first thing that I always look at is sleep. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh my goodness. And how often we're like, oh, I don't have time for that. <laughs> but it's like the most important thing. <laughs> yes. I, seriously, sleep comes first. I, I say that all the time mm-hmm. um, in coaching, in my medical ongoing practice as well. Like sleep comes first. When we don't have that sleep that our bodies need, um, things kind of get a little bit fuzzy around the edges, you know? <laughs> and so, you know, if, if if you don't know where to start, if I may kindly suggest, check out the sleep. <laughs> but that's where, you know, as we start giving ourselves what we need, and I got to tell you from that standpoint of what our bodies need, we can then start saying, oh, hold on a minute. Things are getting a little bit better here. I'm starting to carve out this time. Like I need, I know I need nine hours of sleep. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. If I don't get nine hours of sleep, <laughs> it's not going well. And when I started getting that sleep, like started recognizing, okay, I don't have to always be, you know, burning the midnight oil and, you know, doing things for other folks. I first need to give it to myself. Mm-hmm. And then I was so much more effective in what else I was doing. So, um, I always start there and for other people, it, it's even just like recognizing, like, what, what is it that I need? Um, I need to drink more water. I need to like, let myself go to the bathroom. I, I work with a lot of folks in medicine right now. Uh, seriously, it's okay. Go pee, please. <laughs> my goodness. Um, so a bunch of my, my clients right now are actually nurses, doctors, and teachers, Mm. all of whom are looking at me very funny when I say, please go, (laughs) (laughs) but it comes to us taking care of like these basic needs. Yeah. It goes a long way. It's listening to our bodies. Yeah. So with that, right, when you're like, okay, I'm going to listen to myself. I'm going to take, and I, I mean, I, I say all the time, like you can't, you can't pour from an empty cup. Right. But, but then the mom guilt strikes, right. Mm-hmm. The, I'm not doing enough. Or if I take time for myself, then I'm taking it away from my family or my job. And, and how, how can we work through that? to still say at the end of the day, like, no, 
<laughs> I, I need to take care of myself so I can better take care of others. Yeah. That's a hard one. I'm, I'm going to flat out tell you, it's not an easy thing to just say, oh, you just stop that girl. Like <laughs> <laughs> it's so easy. Come on in and just, you know, snap my fingers and do that shoulder thing and, and get rid of it. And, but that's the thing that we're, you know, that's what takes a lot of the time to try to start unraveling that because mm. we have really taken these, these thoughts and just like bury them deep down inside of us. Like, this is what my worth is tied to what I, how I'm giving, giving to everybody else. Well, if I don't do that, then I'm a crappy mom, you know, a crappy sailor, a crappy, um, spouse, whatever, a crappy person. Mm -hmm. Um, this, there's so much buried along with that. And I just started asking myself, okay, is that really true? Hmm. Is that really true? Like I've been carrying this around and, you know, kind of picturing like that angel and the devil, you know, Mm -hmm. on your shoulders and everything. And I got this devil over here going, you're going to be crappy. If you do that, Mm -hmm. you're going to be crappy. And the other one's like, dude, you just take a nap. (laughs) You don't have to do that. You know, you can take in store-bought treats, like, you know, all this kind of stuff, like for the, (laughs) for what I can do. And, and it's something that it's just kind of chiseling away at it Mm. step by step. And that's where I got to completely admit that it it was the magic with me getting my own coach to be able to really challenge those assumptions, those, those beliefs, just those things that those, um, I I made it part of my identity, you know, that this is what I do. This is how I'm a good mom. This is how I'm a good doctor, a good spouse, you know, all of it. And, um, it, it takes challenging because I got to tell you within our society, everybody's been kind of drinking from that same, (laughs) from that same cup and saying, yep, yep. That's what you need to do in order to be a good mom. No, it's baloney. Hmm. It's baloney. Um, But it it takes little steps of being like, you know what, I'm going to sleep in tonight or, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to go to bed, you know, tonight. I don't have to do that tonight. And it feels uncomfortable as anything. Hmm. Uncomfortable. Oh, I might be letting this down, letting somebody else down. And then you realize when you're well-rested, it didn't matter. (laughs) It didn't matter. And uh, it's just little steps that you can start, I don't know, kind of starting to create the evidence for how it's um, not as important as we make it out to be. Mm. Yep. I love that. I like to ask myself, is this a real problem? That, that's that's my personal check. It's just, all right, Ashley, you're getting stressed out about this thing. Is this a real problem? Nope. <laughs> and then I move on. Yeah. You know what? You know, it's one that would always sneak up for me, but somebody else might. 
like somebody else might be disappointed or, you know, like when, when I'm asking, is this a real problem? Well, somebody else might think, and it's Mm -hmm. so fascinating how I would start doing things because I was afraid of what somebody else might think. Oh Oh, man, that's bananas. Like, (laughs) and and then you realize like, yeah, that it's usually first of all, everyone's self-absorbed. We're th- we're worrying about ourselves. No one's worrying about you. But like, also, I, I had a client where I, I have my clients on a weekly basis, kind of like rate their week of you know how well they follow through with things, things like that. And she scored herself, and then wrote all these things that she was proud of. And I was like, okay, you wrote a lot of really good things there, but you scored yourself a six. So let me ask you, if you were watching someone else accomplish everything you did this week, what would you score them? She was like. Oh, like a 10. It's <laughs> like, okay. So can we like take a moment to acknowledge that you're a badass and also like you deserve some rest? That is awesome. Wow. What a realization. <laughs> uh, that, that's one of my favorite things to do though at, at you know, the beginning of, of, you know, a a call or just touching base with somebody for the first time in a little bit, like really looking at what's been going well Mm -hmm. and keep on going back because we discount that all the time. We're like, okay, yeah, that went okay. But you should hear about what's been going crappy. Like, hold on, we'll get there. We'll get there. (laughs) But really taking that inventory and celebrating it. Mm -hmm. And, um, that's actually something that I do a lot of, uh, you know, I, I was uh, trained within the, uh, the life coach school. And so we, we do the model. Mm-hmm. And so I actually do celebration models a lot. I love it. <laughs> and it's like, really, I want to focus on what is going well right now, mm-hmm. because quite honestly, I want to repeat the snot out of that. <laughs> I want this to be something that I'm telling my brain, yes, focus on this. Don't focus on all that other baloney that's out there. It's still going to be there. It's still going to, trust me, I know it's still there, but let's focus on what is going well, how I'm taking care of myself, how I'm taking care of my family, what little, you know, it may look like the tiniest little bit of progress, but let's celebrate that because that's what makes it bigger and bigger. Yes. Mm. Oh, yes. Okay. Wendy, I could talk to you for hours, um, but I can't. I want to, but I can't. Because you get to go work out after this, which is amazing. I got that. (laughs) Yes. Everyone knows how much I love my calendars and scheduling, and this is how I do this. Um, So (laughs) as we're we're winding down, um, where can people find more of you? Are there any resources or anything you want to share? Oh my goodness. Oh, come on over. Let's hang out. (laughs) So first of all, we got to make sure that y'all go to the show notes so you can make sure that you can get the spelling of my name. (laughs) But if if you go to my website, it's wendyshofermd.com. So S-C-H-O-F-E-R. Anyway, you know, I I still did take on his name when I married, but And I just get to spell my name for the rest of my life. But um, if you come on over to wendyshofermd.com, you will um, find out about uh, my family in focus program. Uh, that is the, the home 
website for it. And uh, you can also check me out on um, my own podcast. So um, family and focus with Dr. Wendy Schofer. I know it's really creative. I'm sticking with the same names. Consistent branding. It's, it's consistency is the key. Makes sense. My business is named after myself. um, So names. Hey, you know, it really works. And that's how we can just step into that um, distinction. But uh, yeah, so I I have the podcast. Um, I'm now uh, starting up my own YouTube channel. So I have a sneaky feeling the name is probably going to be the same. (laughs) (laughs) But um, I welcome folks to come on over with me because um, it's something that I have... um, a lot of free content with the podcast. I have uh, weekly emails, um, tips and tricks about, you know, raising a, a healthy family. And then I also have uh, my coaching program. And so I have a one-on-one uh, coaching uh, that's available right now. I am opening up another group coaching cohort later on this spring. Awesome. Uh, so if you go to the website, you'll see about the wait list that's open. Perfect. Yes. And I will have all those links in the show notes, uh, as well, but, um, and I totally understand I've, I, my first name is spelled weird. So I've been spelling my name my whole life. Well, before I got married, actually I had to spell my main name too, because people got confused. So anyway, um, Wendy, thank you so much for being such a wonderful guest. This was a really delightful conversation. I really appreciate you coming on. Oh my goodness. Thank you so much for the invitation and the warm welcome. And I just appreciate these conversations that we get to have because it, it, it's filling my cup too. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> I love it. And uh, for everyone, uh, until next week, keep on living your healthiest and most abundant life. I'll talk to you then. You've just finished another episode of the Healthy Women Warriors podcast. If you like the show, can you do me a favor? Go rate and review it. I would really appreciate it. And once you do, post a picture and tag at Ash McGee Coach so I can shout you out. Talk to you next week.